Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Coppell Bible Fellowship's The Second Course Podcast. I'm here at the round table, and it's not just me and Michael this week, though. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Those are magical moments if you've been That's listening true. to the podcast. We do really, uh, we do really enjoy that. However, today we have added one more to the mix. Yeah, third Bash Brother. Third Bash Brother, yes. That's <laughs> Great movie reference, by yes. the way. <laughs> yeah. We just watched it this also past week. Also an excellent so sports reference. But, That's true. Yeah. So good. Well, here we go. Brian Vranikar is at the table with us. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Brian, how are you? Doing good. Good yeah. to be here. Good Excited to be, to be a Bash brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. What's really funny is that, you know, hey, good to be here like you've come some long distance. Yeah. <laughs> good to be literally walking 10 feet over from my office. <laughs> yes. It's your office, the office that we're in, and then our office. And then so yeah. we just office. met in the middle, kind literally. The middle, they should yeah. write a song about that. Yeah. That's right. Oh, they did. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we won't go there. Though. That's good to know. Hey, we have an extra mic. We actually could have had Barkef here today, but he said we could do this on our own. So we'll he make him us. regret that. How's that? We, he trusts us. Guys. He does trust. Feels us. really good. All right. Well, Brian, you were up this weekend. Yes. How did it feel going into this weekend? It was a uh, felt good. It felt uh, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was excited about the passage. Uh, nice. It's a great uh, portion of scriptures. So it was really fun to uh, to dig into it. And, and you managed to get to the Old Testament. Yeah, always, always. Always. Not a ton this time. <laughs> Not but, a ton. Uh, but yeah, you did. Yeah. And, and well, we'll get to that. Yeah, but, uh, get to the end. Or, you you, you yeah. went to one that, you know, we don't often land in. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, this passage covers a lot of stuff. Yes. We'll, say, so, so, we'll yeah. just say that. But, uh, well, as we do, and uh, you know what? One, one thing real quick. You know, mm-hmm. we've been doing this for about a year and a half now. And uh, we're we're brainstorming ideas before we get in the mm-hmm. day of what can we do to maybe uh, add some new stuff to this. So as you're listening to this podcast, as we discuss the sermon, what are some things that maybe we could do uh, just to kind of mix it up a little bit? Is there you know do we do questions of the week? Uh, you know we thought about singing some worship on here with you guys, <laughs> um, led by Nathan. Yeah, led by me, right. and uh, you know it's just going to be all bass and. Uh, <laughs> Actually, but seriously, if, if there yeah. are things you guys want us to tackle on this, please let us know. You can em, uh, email us at info at coppellbible.org. But that's not exactly fully why we're here today. We're here today to talk about Brian's message on Sunday. So, Brian, lead us into the nuances and overview <laughs> of Titus yeah. chapter 3. Titus yeah. chapter 3. So the, yeah, the text was um, Titus 3, 1 to 11. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good things in this passage. So, um, basically... Would say the the whole theme of the passage really, mm-hmm. and this relates especially to Michael's passage the previous week, um, Titus two eleven to fifteen, mm-hmm. um, is is really the idea that we are saved by God's grace uh-huh. um, apart from our works, but we are saved for good works that He has called us to live yes. out as saved people, and so. The passage is really heavy, and really the whole book of Titus is really heavy on this theme of as a saved person, um, God. the goal of God's salvation is that we would live a different kind of life than we were previously living. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and he uses the phrase good works several times throughout the book to, to describe that life. So, um, you know, so it really comes out of chapter two where he, uh, he says in verse 14 how Jesus gave himself for us to create a people zealous for good mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in the first two verses, kind of the way I see the passage breaking 
breaking up is uh, the first couple verses of chapter three uh, really, I think, describe some of those good works. What what do those good works look like? Yeah. I don't think it's exhaustive here. It's not an exhaustive list, mm-hmm. but it's um, some description of what does a life of good works actually look like. And then um, starting in verse three through verse seven, he explains why are we as Christians called to live this life? So he talks about our former life mm-hmm. um, and what that looked like in disobedience and sin and uh, how God has saved us by his grace um, through the Holy Spirit. And then in... Uh, in verse 8, uh, all the way through 11, um, he comes back to, again, urging Titus to preach these things, to teach these things in the church. And uh, But then he, he turns a corner in verse 9, and it seems like he s- starts to talk about a different theme because yeah. uh, he gets into you know divisive people and don't get sidetracked with these um, foolish arguments. And, and, uh, and in fact, if someone's a divisive person, warn them twice and then kick them out of the church. And, yep. and it, as you said, excommunicate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a really tricky passage, but I think it relates to what Paul's been talking about. Cause the whole theme is, you know, yeah. as, as people who have received salvation, um, our focus, our energy, our, our time, what we're to be investing in is a life of good works. And sometimes we get sidetracked from that mm-hmm. focus into arguments about things that really are non-essential things, mm-hmm. but sometimes we want to make them essential things. And the result of that sometimes is it divides the church. And so mm-hmm. Paul says, if, if, you know, if there's someone who is very intent on dividing the church over non-essential things, that's getting the focus off of a life of good works. Yeah. And so warn them once, warn them twice. And if they don't listen after two warnings, um, exclude them from the community of, mm. of the church. Um, he's not saying they're, they're lost or they're yeah. unsaved yeah. now, but he's saying they're, they're ruining the unity of the church mm-hmm. and for their own benefit, they need to learn, but also for the benefit of the body of Christ, um, you need to exclude them from, from yeah. the church if they're intent on dividing it. And so, um, so that's kind of how I see the passage, uh, the parts of the passage working, but that kind of gives you the overview yeah. flyover <laughs> you know one of the there was a point where i thought I'm, I'm so glad that we and you spent i wouldn't say a huge amount of time but you spent a good little portion of that talking about the demonstration of god's love mm-hmm. when somebody says how do you know god loves you mm-hmm. and you say look look to jesus that's mm-hmm. it and uh, and it's him and i think that's that to me felt like okay this is important for a lot of people mm-hmm. here because they say it god loves me and they may get the question, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a great mm-hmm. answer and understanding to have and to be equipped with that when somebody does ask that question, say, let me yeah. tell you what I know. I know what it is, and it's this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I, I was sitting there as I was listening. I'm going, okay, you know, because sometimes I try to put myself in the mind of just anybody else sitting in the audience. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, especially I was sitting there thinking of my kids going, Oh wow, they got this, they got this in their pocket now, mm-hmm. which is really good. Cause you know, as a dad, you have to have somebody else say it yeah. before somebody listens to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I thought that was well done too. When you said, <laughs> I've always thought, Oh great. John three 16. I'm just part of the love of the blob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. The blob of the yeah, world. That was right. great. <laughs> and then to go, yep. but then I found out through Paul's writing in Romans and I forget the exact reference, but mm-hmm. when you, I think it was Romans when you said, yeah. um, or Galatians, uh, the Galatians I 20. two verses yeah, from yeah. both. Um, but, so yeah. but then to say, I realize that, that I am a part of the blob, but it, mm-hmm. but it was also specifically for me, not mm-hmm. just all of us, but I need to understand that it's 
personable to right. me as well. Right. And I thought yeah. correlating those two things, because yeah. I think a lot of people think that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in our church, I'm sure everyone listening probably would agree with this. We, it, it's impossible to share any verse too much, but we share John 3.16 quite often. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And I right. think it could easily go in one ear and out the other. Yeah. <clears throat> or people go, oh, this again, okay, I'm going to tune out. But to kind of explain it in that way, yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's been there. Right. And they've all thought, mm-hmm. yeah, I can say this verse. God loves, right. so love the world. But then to think, no, 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 specifically mm-hmm. to me. But we all can go back to this one action right. that demonstrates God's love for all of mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really important to, um, yeah, it's important for us to remember that's, not that God doesn't show his love for us in other ways, because I think he absolutely does. Yeah. But um, sometimes I think it gets back to the eternal perspective of what scripture is giving us. You know, yeah, So yeah. Paul says here in verse four, but when the kindness and the love of our God and Savior, or of, our, of God our Savior, sorry, toward man appeared. So he says God's love and kindness for people appeared at one point in the past. This is referencing back to what he says in chapter two, when he says the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared. Mm -hmm. And then he defines that a few verses later. It appeared when Jesus Mm -hmm. came and gave himself up for us. So his death. So that's the appearance of God's love, God's grace, God's kindness towards us is in that historical event of Jesus laying down his life Mm -hmm. and then rising again. And Paul says the same thing in Romans. He says God demonstrates, in Romans 5, 8, mm-hmm. God demonstrates and demonstrates in the present tense. So he's saying today the demonstration of God's love is the past death of Jesus. Yeah, so he yeah. says he demonstrates his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So mm-hmm. the reason I think that's important is we all go through difficult stuff in life where we're going, gosh, does God love me? Mm-hmm. How do I know God loves me? How do, how do I know God cares? Because he let this or that happen yeah. in my life or to someone I love. And, you know, the most definitive answer scripture gives is you know God loves you and you mm-hmm. can always be confident that God loves you because Jesus died for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we sometimes, you know, we all understandably, we, wanna, we want to promise temporary uh, happiness. You know, we want to say, if someone's suffering, we want to say, well, give it some time, it'll work out in the yeah, end. Yeah. The reality is it might not, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's no guarantee that a person's earthly life is going to go well. Mm-hmm. And there's no guarantee that that disease is going to go away. There's no guarantee that, you know, that uh, a strange family member is going to come back. Like, there's, there's a lot of things that we go through <laughs> that cause us to, to ask that question. Mm-hmm. And we don't get a guarantee, I think, in Scripture that all of those things are going to work out exactly how we want them in the here and now. Yeah. But that shouldn't cause us to doubt God's love for us because God has once and for all proven that he loves us by sending yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it's, it's uh, I think Paul really centers us and focuses us on that, that one act that God did to show Hey, I really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. One of my, <laughs> one of my favorite parts about it. We haven't even really highlighted, um, but I want you to speak into it. Well, we I, just started. <laughs> but but he, he did the overview and all that, but really the, the first verse or two, but it talks about submitting to mm-hmm. rulers and authorities. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously just because of the cultural climate right mm-hmm. now, people mm-hmm. hear that. And there's a little bit of, oh, whoa, what are yeah, you going to say? What, right. How should yeah, we do yeah. But I think you so... Uh, beautifully walk the line of this is what it means. Mm-hmm. And also this is what it doesn't mean, but this is what it means. And, and to talk through that, I think for me was encouraging 
because I have a stance and a view on things and I'm like, okay, I, and yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm naturally a rebel at heart. So I'm like, they want me to do this. I'm probably going to do this, yeah. you know, but to be able to have, uh, the, the understanding of how I should yeah. submit yeah. and what mm-hmm. this even means to the religion authority and obey them. Right. And so when you started bringing that up in my mind, I was thinking this is something I needed, but I'm sure other people needed. Yeah. And I think the way you explain, you know, there's, there's, yeah, there is a, a thing where we delicately handle, Mm-hmm. But in in the same way, I I didn't think it was anything that nobody in the room, anybody in the room could go, oh no, they right. all mm-hmm. were like, no, no, no. oh yeah, that makes total sense. You know, mm-hmm. God is ultimate authority. Yeah, and so while we do submit, mm-hmm. um, you know, if it's in violation of God's command, mm-hmm. well, no, right. But mm-hmm. I can still submit, right. And and I did like the fact that you brought up, you know, I don't have, I, I if it's a violation of what God's commanded, I'm not going to do it, but. I can't complain right? because <laughs> there's going to be a consequence yeah, to that. That yeah. was my favorite part yeah, is that yeah. I got to understand, though, if I stand on God's truth, because and that's right. contradicting whatever I'm being told to do or right. not do, whatever, then I got to understand that there's a consequence that comes with that. Right. And and I thought Wait, about... I think, we, you, go, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I thought about <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I was just thinking about yeah. that. I, yeah. I was thinking about that when you were saying that, like, man, here they are going... They knew the consequence ahead of time, right? right. <laughs> and it was like I'm still going to do this, and to have right. that kind of faith and trust in and God. And even too. their consequence yeah. was, even if we die, we're better off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that's a that's, that's an a perspective unbelievable that we statement yeah. to right. sit there and say, even if we die, uh-huh. we're better off than we are here, right? Um, well, and think about what their submission. So they disobey, yeah, mm-hmm. right? And that's where it was trying to parse out submission and <coughs> obedience. <coughs> yes. That they're not exactly right. they overlap, sure. but they're not exactly the same uh-huh. thing because there's there are definitely occasions where we have to disobey mm-hmm. the government if they're telling us to do something mm-hmm. against God. But even in that disobedience, we're still submitting yeah. to the government. And I think, yeah, I, it's crazy you brought up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because <laughs> I was just going to bring them up because I think they're an example of they disobeyed mm-hmm. because they had to mm-hmm. to yeah. obey God. But in their disobedience, they still submitted to him throwing them in the furnace. Yeah. Yeah. And yet because they were willing to do that god look what god did yep. miraculously saving them and ha- the impact that had on the babylonian king and yeah. and you imagine man would that have happened if they would have said no you know we're just going to rebel and try and fight back on our own and and stuff and uh and so you think all throughout scripture you see this example the when pharaoh commands them hey kill all the the hebrew baby boys and yeah, you got those yeah. midwives that are yeah. like we're not going to do that like yeah. we're going to disobey the king because what he's commanding us mm-hmm. to do is mm-hmm. evil and wicked and so it's uh submission to the government definitely doesn't mean just blindly obey everything they mm-hmm. say no matter what um because god's the ultimate authority but even in those those times where we might have to disobey in order to obey God, we still submit. And God, I think, works through that mm-hmm. to really be a witness to the world. But there's also, yeah, and there's also, I don't want to say but, but and mm-hmm. additionally, there is also the reality that, yeah, t- standing beside or standing for what God has commanded, even if it's not in like a disobedience to the government, anytime we do that, mm-hmm. and hopefully we do that consistently in our life, the potential exists for any consequence, mm-hmm. right? You know, you think back to, uh, you know, when you were teenagers, taking a stand for what was right, Mm -hmm. what God had commanded, you know, in the simplest way, it could be the end of friendships, right? Right. People make fun of you. People make fun of you or whatever. You know, that's that's the one we kind of, if you want to, in its simplest form. But uh, I think that's something we all have to accept and understand that 
just because something doesn't turn out the way we want doesn't mean that it's lost, uh, mm. that it's right. right. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't mean that it's not right. But right. I, I just like even <clears throat> just getting the understanding of difference between obeying and um, mm-hmm. uh, and submitting and and just thinking yeah. through that because because even growing up, I remember and it, my my dad obviously walked me through this, but I was remember as a young kid saying, okay, how how was it that people could like lie to Nazis and harbor Jews and mm-hmm. how, where does that go in the Bible? Yeah. I just remember being a kid asking him probably because he had some some war movie on and I was you know yeah. <coughs> watching it. <coughs> Excuse me, but this is the first initial take on me understanding God's truth as the overarching mm-hmm. truth and mm-hmm. and the difference in that. But I think it's good to be reminded. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Because, yeah. yeah, sometimes government governments of the world do command you to do things that it's like, that is so e- – I can't obey that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. God actually says, yeah, you shouldn't. Like, you mm-hmm. obey me first because mm-hmm. I that, that violates what I say. Mm-hmm. But even then, you know, uh, sometimes we end up experiencing the consequences – of that evil government, you know, and yeah. I um, think oh, now that you said it, it's like Shadrach, Meshach, but you got Daniel aligned, and you got Rahab, yeah, you right. got all these you, so many examples. stories. You start beginning to see yeah. this thread. You're right. Like, oh, I can see this happening. Right. Yeah. Nothing new under the sun. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought you did such a wonderful job. Always. It's a, uh, yeah. privilege to hear you up there and to, to know that you've put in the work studying and, and, and yeah. conveying the truth of God's word, but in the succinct way, but, but, bringing it all together because in your passage it starts with submitting to rulers and authorities and then it goes through the good works and what Christ mm-hmm. has done then it talks about excommunicado as Nathan and I were joking about saying excommunication yeah. and it was like wow there's which, a lot in that this that was a joke yeah. Yeah. Ryan's use of that word yeah. was facetious but, uh, but all that to say so many different pieces that you brought together that was encouraging in yeah. the end so yeah. I appreciate you putting in the work Praise God that's that. a, and that's a hard one to think about you know that, and I'm and I'm glad you pointed it out that uh, you know you're not talking about someone's eternal salvation when you say cut them off. Yeah, yeah. it's it's excluding the. I mean, he says the the verse is reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition, knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self condemned. And he doesn't mean self condemned to hell. He's yeah. not saying he just means the person. The person's behavior is showing their guilt. Exactly. In other words, like, yeah. and what are they guilty of? They're guilty of being divisive mm-hmm. over over things that are they're not supposed to divide over. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. there there are things. Someone asked a question after the sermon, actually, um, about something. You know, is this something that is worthy of dividing over? The yeah. reality is, there are things that are worthy of dividing Absolutely. over, right? And and uh, if it's a if it's an issue of a central Christian truth that you know if mm-hmm. if uh, if it's like, hey, I don't I don't think Jesus is God. It's well, like, well, actually, actually, yeah. we, we have to divide over that. Like, yeah. I can't, yeah. like, we can't just agree to disagree. But, but, uh, but there are lots of things yeah. that sometimes people want to make a bigger deal than they actually are, and and uh, and they can become divisive. And so, I think what Paul's getting at is the proper way to respond if someone doesn't listen to two warnings. Yeah. And this is coming from the church leadership, the elders. He doesn't mm-hmm. spell that out here, but I think. Based on what other things he says in his other letters, mm-hmm. I, I would say this is the job of the elders to do. And if if someone's been warned by the elders twice, and yet they they double down on it, you know, yeah. they have shown I'm I'm not going to listen. And yeah. so at that point, they've shown they're guilty. Mm-hmm. Like they they've shown they're self condemned in that sense. You know, mm-hmm. they their behavior is evidence that. And so then the proper response is exclude them. I, I like that word better than cut them off or mm-hmm. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. excommunicate per se, but you, you exclude, <laughs> you exclude uh-huh. that person from the church community 
really to for the betterment of the church, but also so that that person can learn the lesson they need to learn, you know? So there's a repentance there for that. attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the overarching theme though is unity matters to God. Yep. And the unity is supposed to be focused on the good works that we're called to. And anything that gets us off that track is God's not okay with, you know? And unity is something to protect. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's important, but we can't be passive in, in protecting that unity. Um, and we, we have to be proactive in cases Mm -hmm. at times. And it's not like it happens yeah, you know, every other week, right. you know, you right. can probably count on your hands anytime you've heard a story that that had to happen, right? Right. You know, mm-hmm. so um, hopefully, well, and there's a difference between someone being divisive and someone just disagreeing, and some yeah. sometimes we, you know, you don't want to throw that word divisive around too loosely because exactly. you know this is a pretty serious thing what paul's talking about it's not something that like you said it's not something that happens every week so yeah yeah um, it's it's got to be serious it's mm-hmm. like a, the intentionality behind it yeah. between being divisive mm-hmm. or just disagreeing right like i'm coming at you because right versus like i don't know if i agree with what's you. interesting uh-huh. is how many times i hear you know and then i'm not talking anything now but in the past and you know i'm talking decades where that divisiveness comes from leadership Mm-hmm. Um, where disagreements and leadership leads to divisiveness because people like to consolidate their support mm-hmm. and uh, you know things like that, and you're like, okay, so it's it's something we all have to guard, mm-hmm. you know, because Absolutely. just because we are a team doesn't mean we can't be in the same position, right? Where uh, you know we could be in the point where you know what it's we're going to need you to mm-hmm. step away, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So it, right. it does. It's sobering to think that there's a lot of hard hitting truth in this passage. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, but a yeah. lot of good. I mean, man, that core section where it's talking about yeah. how he saved us and uh, justified us and gave us the Holy Spirit and all mm-hmm. that—it's such a powerful passage. And I'm like, man, I don't know why I don't read this passage as much. <laughs> like the, the more I was studying through, yeah. I was yeah. like, this passage is so. Dude, deep. Is it, I mean, the same for my so last week because verse 11 of chapter two through 14 mm-hmm. are all one sentence in the Greek, yeah. Yeah. and it's such a powerhouse. Yeah, passage, a sentence that you're like, uh-huh. there's so many truths in this. That why don't been a I fun come? Fun one to preach. Yeah. You should have. <laughs> you should have, Nathan. You asked. <laughs> I saw what was there and I wanted it. <laughs> I did ask. Yeah, you, 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 hey, you, you had a lot going on. Yeah, you, you had a lot going on. Yeah. I was like, yeah. all right. Speaking of a lot going on, uh, there's really not that much going on this week, but tonight there's an event for tonight ladies. There is yeah. an event. It's the, what do we call it? Well, Serve and Savor. It depends on if you're on stage and Brent decides to crack a joke. Yeah, crack right a joke. Him. You have no idea what he, it is. He goes, Do you notice? Literally, it's Serve and Savor. But he goes, Hey, I think they spelt Savior wrong. And the clock's like, or the video's getting played, the intro video. And I was like, What? He's like, I think it's they spelled Savior wrong because it says Savor. And I was like, Well, what is it supposed to be? He's like, I. Uh, and then it's like three, two, one. He's like, I'm just kidding with you, man. It's serve and savor. I was like, what? Hey, welcome to Congo Bible. You know what? After you, that you, sounds about right. You've been here two years. You got to give it till about three to realize that that's one of his old jokes. Well, what's funny is I know, I know it's serve and savor, but yeah, he said yeah. serve the savior. And I was like, what if? Supposed to be served as Savior. But then it's I was like, close but I was thinking, well, we all, sh- it should be understood that we should yeah. serve the Savior. Not, they're not going to have an event called Serve the Savior. Oh, but that's oh tonight. Gosh. All that to say, yeah, that is tonight. And, uh, <laughs> you, you know, uh, for the women, uh, registration I know was uh, was on Sunday, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but know, it's going to be a fun event for those of you. It's going to be a fun there. event. Yeah. And they're going to have a blast. Day. And then. Uh, 
We got some special services coming up in February we're excited about, and oh, we want man. you to be there. Some one service Sundays. Uh, like, seriously, we can't stress enough how much you need to be there. It'll just be fun. To It'll be, be fun. We also have, at the end of February 21st, we got Feed One, our food oh, packing event. Oh, yeah. Uh, where we pack. How many meals? Uh, we're doing 30,000 this 30, year. 30,000. Here's the cool yeah. thing. Now, here's That's the great. cool thing. We say 30,000, but often they have leftovers from other projects and they bring, and we might be doing higher than that. Let's go. But we're setting awesome. our number at 30,000. But if it's a, something you're interested in, this is great. Because I see people every year that come don't even come to our church. They just hear about it and they come serve, or they have a friend that comes here and they come serve. So, well, also don't think like your kids wouldn't want to do it. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Every yeah. year, oh, yeah. it's a really my, fun my kids have come, and for some of them, they're too young to help. Maybe like yeah, pack foods. Yeah. They're I, what do they get markers and they, they get well, markers. They, they draw the on things. Yeah, they draw on the boxes. But yeah. now they're at the age where they can actually help pack food and they love it. Yeah. It's so such this a is fun such event. A, yeah, it, it is, is really a multi generational event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we say that word and it's a big word, but it is a multi generational event, and Sounds that is like something that's important to us. It is a value, <laughs> something we love. So. Um, that's coming up. That's coming. When up. was it again? Uh, it's the twenty first. Wednesday, uh, six thirty. Wednesday, the twenty first at six thirty. So they have to yeah. sign up for that. I forget. No, how you just show, you show up. up. That's the great thing. You show up. You get awesome. a hairnet. You get a hairnet, some gloves, and get a hairnet and gloves, and go you to get work. To take the hairnet home. You can. Okay. Yes, I don't know why, but yeah, it's you an can. Added bonus. Added and bonus. the gloves. And, and they're the pretty gloves. good quality hairnets. Yeah. I must say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm growing my hair back, so I should. You need one. Yeah, yeah. I'll need one this year, so that'll be cool. That's gonna be a fun month. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank. Thank you. Thank we, you. We got out here on a Tuesday. It was a little busy yesterday, but we're getting this out on a Tuesday afternoon. So hopefully, you guys uh, aren't haven't missed us too much as much as I've missed us. <laughs> I've sure missed us. I've sure missed this hour as we walk out of here and go back into our office together. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I sit there and stare at Michael. But uh, all that to say, thank you guys for listening in. We look forward to this weekend where Barkef is wrapping up Titus. He's going to finish out that chapter three, but also just give us an overview and, and reflect on what we've learned. Mm-hmm. Until then, see you Sunday. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.